Hey, theater people, Patrick here. Before we get to our surprise episode, I just want to remind you that tickets for our live show featuring Tony Award winner Daisy Egan are now on sale. The show is Monday, September 19th at 7 p.m. at the Duplex Cabaret Theater. Tickets are $12 plus a two-drink minimum. And it's going to be amazing. You haven't lived until you see me interview Daisy Egan live. I mean, I've never done it before, but I promise it's going to be amazing. You can find all the tickets and info at our website, which is theaterpeople.com, which of course is theater with an E-R-P-P-L.com, and click on the picture of Daisy. Okay, now to the show. Welcome to the Theater People Podcast. I'm Patrick Hines, your host. Happy Friday, theater people! We are so excited to bring you this surprise mini-episode featuring my pals, Mo Brady and Nika Graf-Lanzaroni of the Ensemblist podcast. You'll hear me say it like a thousand times in the episode, but I love these two. Truly, one of the great gifts that has come from creating and producing theater people has been getting to know and work with Mo and Nika. Whether I'm interviewing them or they're interviewing me or we're all just out for cocktails telling Nika how gorgeous she is, I literally cannot get enough of them. As I'm sure many of you know, they have recently begun a new season of their podcast. I'm not going to say much about it here because we talk a ton about it in the episode, but what they are doing is so new and different and amazing. You must check it out. Okay, let's get to it. Mo Brady, Nika Graf-Lanzaroni, welcome back to the Theater People podcast. All right, first, we, first things first, Nika Graf-Lanzaroni, can we please talk about your gig? Yeah, sure. So tell the people what you're doing. Hi, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, I'm doing the Sweet Charity Off Broadway revival that's happening this fall, starring Sutton Foster and directed by Lee Silverman. I mean, so exciting! Is it going to be impossible to get tickets? Um, well, we've already announced one extension before even going into rehearsals. So, <laughs> I mean, like, I would jump on it if you're just like sitting in front of the computer and you don't have a ton of things to do, and you're like, I would love to see that. Like, maybe. This is your reminder. Yes. So you guys, you're launching your... Talk to me about what we're doing. Are we calling this your second season of The Ensemblist? Second full season. Morgan, tell us what's happening. Yeah, I would just clarify that for three years, we put out an episode every two weeks or every week. So every one of those was on a different theme that wasn't related to the episode before it or after it. Um, Now that we're doing seasons, each season is about a general theme and the episodes in that theme have a um, has topic that is specific. So last season was Ensemblist Essentials, and so we had an episode on swings, an episode on pre-production, an episode on creating characters, kind of the essential aspects of being in an ensemble. But this season... Miss Nika Graf-Lanzarone, will you fill us in? This season, we are telling the world about the history of the ensemble and the history of the ensemblist using the nine musicals that have won the Pulitzer Prize for drama as like fixed points in time. Okay, so when I was like looking into this, there's only nine musicals that have won the Pulitzer Prize. Does that mean that there are just basically they almost never give it out? Well, they give out the Pulitzer every year for drama, but it's it's so rare that a musical uh, wins the Pulitzer Prize. It's gotcha. usually a play. Can Morgan, can you name name four? I can name all of them. Can you? Yeah. We've been working on this, so I know. All, <laughs> all right, tell us. Tell us. What are they? It's Of the Icing, South Pacific, Fiorello, How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying, A Chorus Line, Sunday in the Park with George, Rent, Next to Normal, and Hamilton. Unbelievable. Will you guys be doing the those in that order? Yes, we will. And what can we expect? How will you guys be delving into how, what, what's going to happen? So we have each each member of the team has taken on one or two shows as like their sort of 
their sort of lead, um, the the topics that they want to talk about. And we have brought Jennifer Ashley Tepper on board as like the seasoned tour guide. And we sat her down in front of a microphone uh, for about an hour and a half. And we were like, ready, set, talk. <laughs> she is the best, that woman. I, we, we Mo and I did an episode of another podcast where we, where we all just gushed about her for like 40 minutes. Well, here we go again. More <laughs> gushing. Ready, set, gush. Um, that, that sounded weird. Um, but... <laughs> You can cut that out. Um, but yeah, so combined with Jen's knowledge of the dazzling details of Broadway and weird things that we never thought of and our own research, we have um, we've sort of figured out the story we want to tell about the history of the ensemble using those shows as, like I said, as fixed points in time. Mo- and then... And then once we had built that sort of thesis of how the history of the ensemblist has occurred uh we found experts on each of those shows to give us a first-hand account of what it's like to be in the ensemble of those shows so people who have done productions of of the icing people who've done productions of fiorello that there's actually the first off-broadway revival of fiorello is going on this fall um and, dire- it, and people have directed productions of those shows as well yes yeah, so all of these first-hand experts that can tell us what it's really like to be in the ensemble what the music is like what the dancing is like does it further the story so through these nine shows we get to see how the role of the ensemble has changed from in 1931 when there was a singing chorus and a dancing chorus and in this show specifically a showgirl chorus um to hamilton where the ensemble it's not even just triple threats the ensemble really the actors are sort of characters in the show like Sasha Hutchins is a character for all intents and purposes. Intents and purposes. Seth Stewart is a character, you know, and they're, and then once they play those characters, they're diving into these little things like barmaids or, you know, soldiers, etc. Do you have actors? How far back do you have actors from the actual shows going? If that, if that, I feel like all the words are there for that question, but I don't think they're in the right order. I'm just thinking about the answer. Um, the furthest back is Sunny in the Park with George original production. Um, the P, we have spoken to some original um, production members of a chorus line for previous episodes. For this season, we're speaking to people who have either done tour or done the Broadway revival, other productions. Uh, one of the specific things we wanted to do is we wanted to find guests who have done productions of multiple Pulitzer winners to talk about the difference between performing in them and if there is a through line. For example, we spoke to Michael McElroy, who did Rent and Next to Normal. So not only were we able to talk to him about each of those individual shows, but we were able to get his opinion on kind of the trajectory of being an actor from 1996 to 2010 Mm -hmm. and how those shows are related as an artist. And Nika, will this just will this be nine episodes of this season? No, it's going to be a full how many? 14 episode season, something like that. So we're also doing another installment of Rehearsal Reports with Erica Dorfler. Um, and that's really exciting. And then we're going to do... Natasha Pierre in the Great Common of 1812. Ooh. 
So she's going to be coming to us live from wherever they rehearse and check and perform um, on any given week. And we're also going to be doing another set of Containing Multitudes in, in the Containing Multitudes series where we talk about how important it is to be a human being as well as an actor type person. <laughs> um, and we have Real some people aren't actors, as we learned from commercials. Ford commercials. From all the commercials. Yeah. <laughs> it's my biggest pet peeve when people say real people not actors because um <laughs> yeah I, I guess it drives me crazy because also like actors are people and they also buy things and i don't want to buy something from a company that doesn't want my money or that just thinks that you're that a, a robot because you're an actor exactly um what else do we need to know about the season morgan I feel like we've gotten too comfortable. I feel like I'm not interviewing you guys professionally because I love you both so much. Well, that's probably true. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I just, uh, as we're sort of in the middle of the interviews right now, um, and something that surprised me is I had made an assumption about the history of the ensemblist before going in that in the 1930s they were broken down into these different groups singing dancing um and it was much more uh uh rigid yeah regimented and then once we got to a chorus line it was all sort of going to be the same and i've been really surprised at what our guests have had to say about performing in rent and next to normal and hamilton and how the trajectory of being an ensemble member really has shifted since then and isn't the same as a chorus line that's a really good answer yeah thanks nika anything to add you can you can subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all the social medias. <laughs> and this this starts on the 4th, correct? Yeah, it's your Labor Day treat from us. Yeah, we're doing a, like a short introduction that'll kind of explain more in depth what we're doing with this season. And then the first episode um, that deals with the show of The Icing comes out on the 11th of September. Amazing. I love you guys so much. Congratulations. It sounds so exciting. I can't wait to listen. We're looking forward to having a dialogue with our audience members and hearing what they have to say about this kind of new format as well. So how, how is this a new thing? Are you guys being more interactive than you have been in the past? Or what exactly do you want from the people that are listening? I, would, well, I think we would like them to think about, um, I think it's sort of a deepening of thinking about the ensemble. Um, our goal is always to have people think about the ensemble in different ways and to have it be um have the ensemble be more important to their theater going experiences because like once you get to know people and once you get to know what it is they do you take a you have a vested interest in them and their success and it it sort of changes the way you watch theater and so i think we're hoping to deepen some of that by bringing the history of the ensemble into that and hearing what uh contemporary actors have to say about being in the ensemble of some iconic shows. You know, we don't necessarily think of Next to Normal as an ensemble show. You know, there's only six Mm -hmm. actors and they're all on principal contracts, but they really do work together as an ensemble and show a shift in in what it means to be a performer, um, which was interesting to hear about. Also, some of these people who've been in contemporary shows really had really interesting things to say. I was really impressed with Sasha Hutchings talking about Hamilton. Um, I feel like on every podcast I'm with you at Patrick, we talk about Hamilton burnout. Um, And I'll be completely honest. I wasn't really excited about the Hamilton episode. It sort of felt like a necessary evil at this point. Um, 
But Sasha had some really fascinating insights about Hamilton and performing in it that I hadn't heard, which was remarkable because I've heard a lot about Hamilton in the last 18 months. So um, I think our listeners are going to be excited to hear those things as well. I love you guys so much. Congratulations on your new season. Nika, congratulations on your new big job. Thank you. And we'll see you guys super soon. Okay, bye. Bye. And there you have it, theater people. Just a reminder that tickets for our live show featuring Tony winner Daisy Egan are now on sale. You can find information and tickets at our website, www.theaterpeople.com. That's theater with an E-R-P-P-L.com and click on Daisy's face. Theater People is a product of Theater Podcast Productions and is produced by Mike Jensen and me, Patrick Hines. I edited this episode. Special thanks to our sponsor, Today Ticks. Download the app in Google Play or the App Store and use the code Theater People at checkout to save 20 bucks on your first purchase. That code again is Theater People, which of course is theater with an E-R-P-P-L. Special thanks also to Steve Tipton, Bradley Bean, Eric Emsch, Keith Allen Herzog, Ricky Condos, Ellen Marsh, and the staff at Oswald's. We will see you on Monday for our episode with Jose Lana. Until then, tell your friends about us. Let's get the theater community talking. 